kind of a cool vibe bringing us into First City Forum today. It is Tuesday, June 28th. Hello, my friends. I'm Catherine Tatsuda. How are you doing today? I gotta be honest, I am cold. After this weekend and the gorgeous, warm, super, actually, I mean, it was kind of hot actually. Um, And today I woke up and I was like, I heard it's going to be cloudy in like the high 60s. It's fine. I'll wear a dress and I'm freezing to death. Um, So maybe I need to go home and change. Anyways, off topic. Hello. Happy Tuesday. I am very happy to be sharing some time today with my friend, Deborah Asper. This is literally like the only time every single month (laughs) that we see each other. And um, I'm going to be honest, I'm a little bit sad about that, but that is okay. So Deborah is here with us. Uh, Deborah works for the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition as the Drug-Free Communities Coordinator. She is also on the board and the chairperson for the um, which which homeless shelter organization is it? Because we have two in Ketchikan. We do. I want to make sure we specify the correct one. First City Homeless Services. First City Homeless Services. So she does quite a bit of work in um, in really doing community service through your actual job. I do in uh, in trying to make Ketchikan uh, just a you know a better place to live and solve some of the big problems that we face as a community. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm also a little bit um, cold and a little sad that it's not like 95 degrees degrees, yeah (laughs) although I did go for like a I don't know a 50 foot walk yesterday and was drenched in sweat so yeah I what was I doing oh so I'm moving houses because I (laughs) bought a new house and I'm basically moved but I'm cleaning out the old house and so I was like there having to vacuum and stuff and I was like why am I so hot (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's been a little warm, but I loved it. Yeah, same, same, same. As I get older, it's like I definitely am enjoying the warmth and like needing it more and more as when I was younger. I was like, yeah, whatever. The weather doesn't matter to me. You know, I'm born and raised in Ketchikan my whole life. I'm fine. I don't care. And now I'm like, "Mm, I really appreciate the warmness. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to properly take care of plants in that heat, though. I thought that I was fine. I was good. And then I like went out onto my deck yesterday and I had, you know, and I was like, oh, do to do. Oh, these are great. Dahlias love sunshine and heat. And then some of my other plants had like dried up to a crisp. And I was like, oh, well, hopefully you'll come back to life if I give you some water. So we'll see how they're doing today. That will be my test as a, I wouldn't even call myself an amateur gardener. I just put stuff in dirt and see what survives. I feel like that's, that's an amateur gardener. That is it? I mean, okay. From my standard. Yes. My standard is, I mean, I'm, the bar is fairly low in my life for <laughs> gardening. It's okay. So. <laughs> it's okay. I want you to aspire to be maybe someday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're at least... A hundred steps ahead of me. I'm totally a hundred steps ahead of you. Yeah. With like a trail of dead plants behind <laughs> yeah. me so you don't get lost. <laughs> I 
mean, with some, there are some live ones. So I have successfully grown some things. Sorry, you had a beautiful garden. I do, and I still kind of, and I still do. It's I mean, just you in do transition. Have a garden, it's, yeah. I know. It's just in. I just, you know. Anyways, last year was so amazing, and this year is not nearly as like incredible and showy. And I've been so busy with just life and moving and traveling that, yeah. Anyways, that it's it's okay. That happens. That's okay. It happens. So what's going on in your world, Miss Deborah Asper? Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, I know she's not listening to the radio because she's ten, but today is my middle child's tenth birthday. <gasps> so happy birthday to Kea. Aww. I know. That's so cute. So this is actually I was counting. This is my seventh birthday with her. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kea. I know. Aww. So I am so sad. We should have had her on the radio. Yes. She might not have dug that. Because we had Rita. We did have Rita. Your youngest on the radio when she turned like six or something. Yeah. I think Rita's much more of a radio personality than Carrie is. Yeah, Um, that's true. And Rita, I think Rita had like full makeup on uh, when she came to be on the radio. And she was dressed up. She definitely thought she was going on television. Yeah, she thought she was going to be Miss America Junior. Mm -hmm. She did. Yep. Well, happy birthday, Kea. I love you. I hope you have a great day. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, so we have, for my work, some exciting things coming up. Um, so, so we have formed this youth group. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So going back um, to April, March. March. Um, we decided that we were going to take some kids to the community of anti-drug, the community for anti-drug coalitions across America. Oh my gosh. Um, Every year they have a mid-year conference. Mm -hmm. And so you can take kids there and they learn leadership skills. They learn how to do coalition work. It's a very intense week-long training for them. And then... People like me who are working in the communities um, with drug-free coalitions or really for like anybody who is uh, working in the capacity in a community trying to better their communities um, Mm -hmm. can go and learn different things about, learn on different topics about um, on new information or about new ways to implement change. Just a whole bunch of different things. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are going to bring some youth. So we decided that we were going to um, do a call out to see who is interested. The youth. So Mm -hmm. what was the age range of kids that you were looking for? Okay. High schoolers. That's okay. And you wanted to bring, so you can bring some kids to this conference. Where's the conference located at? It is in... Uh, Orlando. In Orlando. Yeah. And it's going to, there's going to be people from all across the country who yes. are there um, and uh, including so high schoolers and then also adult representatives from mm-hmm. different communities learning about how to uh, how to make impactful positive change in their communities. Yes. All the different exactly. skills. That's yes. What I was to say. Yes. I got it. I got it. I got it. I just want to make sure I heard you correctly um, because I was lawn mowing and weed whacking over the weekend and I didn't have 
like proper ear stuff. And I was like, I got some, no, I'm, I didn't have proper ear stuff, but um, my hearing is fine. So, okay. So in March, you decided that you wanted, cause you had gone to a similar convention, but without the youth, yeah. right? So you had gone to the communities, uh, the drug-free communities um, coalition, like their big conference in January or February. Yeah. In okay. January. Yeah. And, um, and so then you came back and you're like, oh, there's this awesome conference in July and we can bring kids from Ketchikan there. Right. And if you are looking at creating lasting change Mm -hmm. in your community, it makes sense to include the youth. Right. right? So people my age are only going to be making lasting change for such a short period of time. Right. Um, So giving a core group of children or kids or teenagers... um, all of them. These skills yeah. so that they can carry them on. And also, studies are showing that peer-to-peer learning is huge. It's big. Right. You know, kids want to learn from their peers, and they want to learn from people who have lived experience. Um, they don't want to learn about these specific things from people who are reading out of a textbook. Right, right, um, definitely, yeah. So you, so in March, you started the process. You decided we want to take, and this is all through the work that you do through mm-hmm. the Wellness Coalition, and you decided, you know, I want to take a group of teenagers to this conference, um, and so you're saying you put a call out to see if any kids were even interested yeah. in going? Yeah, <laughs> so it was just uh, write an essay, Okay. On um, substance use in and Ketchikan, like we didn't really put a whole lot of um, parameters on it. There wasn't a whole lot of direction. Those were the two things, and we got twelve essays back. That's incredible. Yeah. So it was not a requirement. We had the posters hung up in the schools, mm-hmm. and we worked with the counselors. Um, they were a huge help. Yeah, but it was it was not linked to anything, any class or anything. Yeah, so um, there wasn't any requirement mm-mm. for anybody to go. It was just an opportunity for kids to travel and to and to learn about this these specific things and mm-hmm. spend time. That's really cool. So you got twelve essays back, mm-hmm. um, and how many kids did you think that you were going to be able to take? Four, four. So we had planned for four. So. Um, me and then four youth. Okay. 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 Yeah. So how did you go through the process of like narrowing it down from 12 to four? Or did you end up like, I mean, I've kind of feel like maybe there's more. <laughs> yes. So we, I was reading, we read the essays. There's a committee of people who were assigned to reading the essays. We came up with a matrix system. Mm-hmm. Um, we were not Going, we weren't looking for people who are getting good grades. Um, we were not looking for super performers. Mm-hmm. Um, we were looking for people who are connected to the community. Mm-hmm. We were looking for people who um, uh, were um, wanting to help in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have people going that are high performers, mm-hmm. um, who have future plans of wanting to be in the industry of, of um, counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have people going who have a lot of personal stories, um, who j- have never had an opportunity like this before right. given to them. Right. Um, so it was really just kind of a read the essay um, and, then and looking for looking for store personal 
connection and uh, like and heart and like heart, a real yeah. desire to do it. And so um, we did. I really appreciate this. And I was a part of some of those conversations and um, I didn't help to select the winners, but I, you know, I understood, I was, I knew the thought process behind how they were going to be selected. And there are so many scholarships out there. There are so many types of awards and programs for kids who are on a traditional college path, who are, you know, who have gotten, you know, all A's and have all these great references and have, but maybe never had any of that, those really personal hardships that, um, that so many people in the world do. And, and, and that was what I know that you were really passionate about wanting to give opportunity to the kids who normally wouldn't have opportunity Mm -hmm. to achieve these things or to, or to get to participate in something or even be recognized uh, for them and their lived experiences because they're not they're not showing up and be like in school or traditional ways and like getting not doing what is traditional and what so many people love to recognize yeah 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 that was that was really big for me Mm -hmm. and also like I feel like this is I want this group to grow Mm -hmm. right and so if you only have a certain group of people they're only going to attract more of that group of people right you have to um I have found that the teams that work the best are the ones that are really diverse Mm -hmm. and they have multiple different ideas. They attract different people. Um, Yes. Yeah. 100%. There are, I think that our team um, is very diverse Mm -hmm. and they work really well together and we're working on an event right now. um, And that's really showing and coming through because it's, we have, yeah, it's incredible to watch them working together and working through their differences. But then also, like, out of nowhere, like, something will pop up. And, like, the other ones are like, oh, wow, yeah, like, I never would have thought of it that way. Yeah. And so not only are they, like, teaching each other, mm-hmm. um, but it's sort of, it's, yeah, it's, it's been really cool to watch. building connections mm-hmm. between people who in, uh, like, in school life maybe would never have even said hi to each other, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So how, so you were shooting for four kids. How many kids are, did you end up, are you going to be taking? <laughs> Eight. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> holy, four holy smokes. Not, four was not a big enough number. Yeah. It's like, how do you, when, when 12 kids uh, show up, Mm-hmm. just on their own. Yeah. Like, how do you select only four of those kids? Right. Like, that was... So, uh, we went out looking for funding. And so, we found um, funding. So, Vigor funded, um, sponsored a kid. Uh-huh. Uh, Clinket and Haida sponsored. They gave us money. Yeah. Um, our behavior health uh, grant gave us money. Uh-huh. And so, we were able to bring another four kids yeah. and um, another chaperone with us. Wow. So, That's incredible. It is incredible. Yes. So can you name all of the eight off the top of your head? Um, Gavin, Katrina, Hope, Salema, um, Nyron, Cordell, uh, Alondra, that's eight. 
I wasn't keeping track. I was like, I was oh, I know that. I was like, wait, I know why that. Do I, I, I recognize many yeah. of those names. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yay. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Gold star. We really tried to bring several of the kids on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like that was the plan for today so that they could talk about um, their experiences with the process, what they're looking forward to. Some And talk with them about like the issues that they see and the change, the positive change that they would like to take. So hopefully when you guys come back, from the conference we can get some of you guys on the air and we can talk about all of that Mm -hmm. stuff schedules just didn't match up today unfortunately golly that's the problem with live radio sometimes as things change so but that's okay so you are taken um so what's been the process so you selected your you selected your participants and you said okay now we do you guys have like a name like a cool like team name or something so we do. So these kids are really a the youth. So my task force, the peers task force, um, they are the youth part of that okay. task force. This yeah. is where it gets really confusing. So, um, but my task force meets during the week uh, at lunchtime, mm-hmm. which when kids go to school. So they had to actually, okay, sorry, back up. <laughs> they had to, in order to do this, they had to agree to be part of my task force uh-huh. for the 2022-23 school year. Okay. And so they, and they agreed to work with us um, with our projects. They agreed to represent us in the community. They agreed to um, speak uh, with different um, local governments if mm-hmm. we needed to them, if we needed them to. Um, and so back to my task force, it's not a good meeting time. We have another group of youth called the Ketchikan Youth Alliance. Right. Um, so that is their mother group. Okay. The Ketchikan Youth Alliance. Okay. Um, and so that is run by myself and Kristen, yeah. who is the suicide prevention, and J.D. Martin, who is from WISH, and she does violence prevention. Mm-hmm. So we do... Um, so we run that group, and mm-hmm. so that's their main group. Okay. That group doesn't meet in the summertime. Oh, no! <laughs> um, but we are meeting in the summertime uh-huh. because our, our big event is in the summertime. So yeah. we're doing group building activities um, to get ready for that event. Um, and so the group... Because we didn't want to just be the CADCA kids, right? Yeah. Nobody knows what the what CADCA right, is. Right, exactly. Or, and so they came up with a name for themselves called Ketchikan Youth for Change. Oh. Yes. Yay. So there will be that way when we come back from CADCA, uh-huh. like we can define these kids in a way that so that people know who they are. Right, right, right. Um, so you are working with them. So they've been meeting, they've been getting together, and then they're actually doing the work that they're going to learn about mm-hmm. in, um, in, in your working with them to plan an event, like a, a community event. Mm-hmm. So tell us about that. So our gr- big group building event is... <gasps> uh, is planning an event. So we are partnering with Ketchikan Police Department um, to plan Stop and Plan Your Ride, which is uh, going to be an event that talks about the dangers of drinking while intoxicated. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have, we bought a couple of programs 
um, and it's a fatal vision cart uh-huh. with fatal vision goggles. So you put the goggles on, and they give you like the illusion of being intoxicated. Mm-hmm. So one is um, like if you were drunk, if you had been drinking, and one is if you were had been smoking marijuana. Okay. Okay. So you have goggles and so fatal vision goggles mm-hmm. sounds so like terrifying. Yeah. Oh man. And then a fatal vision, like a, like a cart that you pedal that you pedal. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So, so go on. And so the idea is to simulate what drinking and driving is like. So, um, because it is, so alcohol is the number one, uh, drug that youth use in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also the number one, like car crashes due to alcohol, is one of the number one killers of people between the ages of 16 and 23, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and so I think that it's really important that we talk about it. It's really mm-hmm. important that we share um, the information. I think that it's important that we share, I mean, we hear all the time, don't drink and drive, right? Right. Um, right. But I think that bringing this experience will just add another layer of why. Like, mm-hmm. Why do we not do it? Mm-hmm. You put the goggles on and you can't, you don't walk a straight line. Like mm-hmm. this is, um, you don't have to wait until you're drinking and driving to find out why you don't, why you don't drink and drive. Like mm-hmm. this will um, make it very clear. Yeah. Um, so this is like an interactive event mm-hmm. that's happening. So yeah. it's called Stop and Plan Your Ride. And people come um, and they actually like they actually get to get in in the little cart the pedal mm-hmm. cart and put the goggles on and experience and then try to go like from point a to point B yeah so there's gonna be an obstacle course okay so what there's gonna be a learning center uh-huh. with different booths in it and so there's gonna be like DUI jeopardy there's gonna be true or false games with laws and regulations um, there's going to be mini engagement centers with kids with facts and um, and uh, statistics and a photo booth, fact sharing. Um, and then you're going to go through uh, and KPD is going to have a obstacle course set up. And they're going to take you through the obstacle course mm-hmm. um, with the goggles on and talk to you and teach you as you're going through the obstacle course. Okay, okay. Um, and so what is this, what ages is this uh, event designed for? So the the whole event is designed for, um, it's a family event. Okay. So the obstacle course is designed for ages 14 and above. Um but for littler kids, there will be um, like like walking in a straight line. There will be a cornhole toss. Okay. Um, there will be coloring. There will be other ways for you to uh, to for you to experience what it's like to not be able to see straight or walk straight or like all of those other functions um, without driving. Right. A cart, Without yeah. getting in the cart and yeah. pedaling it around. Yeah. So uh, so it's so it's open to families, individuals, people of all ages. Mm-hmm. You just have to be 14 or older to be able to participate in the actual um, in the actual uh, obstacle course that has the goggles where you, and you get to pedal the cart and mm-hmm. experience um, and have that and and have that real life experience of what it is. Yep. And that's so powerful, like by learning by experience 
experience is it's one of the most I for many many people one of the most uh, impactful ways to you know to to really get a message solidified into yourself so yeah yeah. so when is this uh July 9th so it's gonna be at the plaza on the bottom floor of the plaza July 9th from 1 to 4 p.m. and do can they just drop in anytime is it anytime between 1 and 4 um we will be there Yes, yeah. and it's free and open it to the free. public, yep, like we were absolutely. saying. I had um, Romanda Simpson and Alma Parker were oh. Alma Alma Parker were on the radio with me last week, and they actually talked a little bit about this because this is going to be a, a, a one of the uh, I don't even know what to call it oh my, one of the missions mm-hmm. for the upcoming goose chase scavenger hunt event the fundraiser that the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition is uh, is uh, is hosting mm-hmm. registration I believe is open right now it kicks off I don't even the 7th I think is that so. right July 7th yeah and you can go to the Catch Can Wellness uh, Coalition's website or their Facebook page to learn more about all the details about the Goose Chase which is just a it's a very fun uh, group activity uh, so that you can get out and you know do something fun with your friends and family or complete strangers if because yeah. uh, you don't have to have a team so um, so that's available so very very cool okay so stop and plan your ride this is where you actually get to experience uh, and learn about the dangers of driving while intoxicated and uh, happening on July 9th 1 to 4 p.m. at the plaza. Yes. Yay. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. This is for City Forum talking with Deborah Asper from the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition. She is the Drug Free Communities uh, Coordinator. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Uh, don't go anywhere, my friends. I always appreciate Tracy Brown's weather report. I'm not sure how accurate it is. He said highs from 69 to 79 today. We shall see what happens. I did hear rumor that there might be some lightning and thunder happening today, though, oh, which would be, be it would be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because I hang out on Facebook quite frequently. I did see before the show started that someone was like posted. I just hear thunder on top of all of the posts about everybody's power being out. So oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was exciting. I uh, I just bought a new house and i am been living in it and, you know, I kind of heard some funny beeping and everything shut down and I was like, Did, I think the power just went out. And then I had that thought like, did I do something wrong because it's a new house and did I overload the circuits or something? But thankfully it wasn't me. It was something else. So <laughs> anyways, randomness. Uh, welcome back to First City Forum. I'm Catherine Tatsuda. So thankful to be here with you. It is June 28th. I don't even know where this month, the year, time is flying by. Anyways, that's okay. That is fine. And Deborah is falling asleep over there. <laughs> um, we've been having a really great conversation with Deborah Asper. Deborah works for the Catch Ken Wellness Coalition. She's the Drug Free Communities Coordinator. She is also on the board and the chairperson for Ketch- uh, First City Homeless Services, and they run the day shelter and the warming center, uh, the overnight warming shelter. And uh, we're going to dive in and talk about what's happening with uh, with that organization. But first, we'll do a quick recap of all of the things that Deb and I talked about during the first part of the show. The biggest one is that Deborah 
through her job with the Wellness Coalition is that um, she's going to be taking eight local high schoolers from Ketchikan, flying with them all the way down to Orlando, Florida. They're going to be in Orlando for a week attending a conference uh, with hundreds, probably at least hundreds, thousands thousands of other high schoolers and adults learning learning skills, tactics, suggestions, ideas um, to help to create positive lasting change inside of communities. And I just absolutely love this. I am huge into uh, into like your own personal growth, but then also providing other people opportunities to grow and to learn and to step up into um, and to reach not just their own potential, but to help other people reach theirs as well. And so um, I'm super excited. So when are you guys flying to Orlando? We leave on July 16th. July 16th. And you're not traveling by yourself with eight teenagers, I hope. (laughs) No. (laughs) Nope. I have a wonderful volunteer Uh who will be accompanying me. Good. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And she's actually, she's going to be doing the brunt of the work with the teenagers. So she's their their, uh, youth person (laughs) while I will be going and doing um DFC work so okay 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 so during the conference she's going to be like their person their their main point of contact like their chaperone okay okay and then I'll be going to my own seminars yeah and learning Mm -hmm. and and doing all the things so that you can you can do more and as a group this you know what is it it's catch can youth for change Yep. That's their go team, yep. Catch Can Youth for Change. They came yeah. up with that name all on their own. Yeah. And they're planning, you guys are planning your first community event. Yes. Yeah. So quick recap of what it is, and then we're going to talk about what's happening with uh, the First City Homeless Services. Uh, Stop and Plan Your Ride is going to be, it's an interactive uh, event. It's, we are going to be educating the community about the dangers of drinking and driving. Um, And we will have a a simulation um, obstacle course where Mm -hmm. you can actually experience what it's like to be um, in a vehicle while you are intoxicated. And that will be on July 9th from 1 to 4 on the bottom floor of the plaza. Love it. So simulated means that you're not going to be handing out shots to people and having them like drive around the mall. True story. Okay. (laughs) That won't be happening. No. So you have the, what's the official name? So they're goggles. So we have fatal vision goggles um, for alcohol and marijuana. Um, and we have little pedal carts. Yeah. So they're actually, they're not motor vehicle. They're not motorized. Um, and we will have the police present. The police will be present. They will, they will be facilitating that part yes. of the event. Um, yeah. yeah. And so. it's open to families and people of all ages. So you do have to be f- over 14 to participate in the obstacle course, mm-hmm. the interactive activity where you get to, you put the goggles on and you do different things, including um, pedal the cart and actually get that lived experience mm-hmm. of, you know, of what it's like. And um, but then if you do have children who are younger than 14, there will be other activities and, um, and things to engage them as well. 
So this is happening on July 9th at the Plaza, free and open to the public from 1 to 4 p.m. You can drop in anytime during that time. And uh, I think it'll be just, uh, I, I think that it's not, it'll be fun and entertaining to watch um, and to, to be a part of, but then also like what a great message to send for, for people to actually like experience that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing a lot. So as through part of my job with Tonga's Federal Credit Union, I host, I go around to the high schools um, in Southeast Alaska, which is really cool. I did a couple here in Ketchikan. Um, and then this year, I just was my first year doing it. I was able to travel up to Yakutat and Cake. And we do this, uh, we do this event called a Get Real Financial Reality Fair. And it's, and it teaches kids about money and budgeting and having to make uh, purchasing decisions and teaches them about credit card debt and, and your credit score and all of those things. But it teaches it to them in an interactive way where you're not just sitting in a room uh, and someone, again, is like, T- just reading to you from a textbook and talking at you, but you know they you come into this room where and it's set up with all of these different tables that represent all of like the different uh, like categories where you have to make purchase choices from, and so and then the kids come in and they get to pick a career and then they say, oh well, so you are an architect and you make this much money per month and oh hey you have a wife and two kids. And now you need to go around to each table and you need to figure out where you're going to live and what kind of car you're going to drive. And the goal of this is for you to be able to balance your budget. And they they have to go around and they visit each of the tables and they actually like get this simulated experience mm-hmm. and and exposure to this concept that they've heard in the periphery or someone has talked to them about you have to make a budget or you need to balance your budget oh credit score oh this or whatever but here is where they actually get just a tiny taste of it and it's one of those things that sticks with people for from some of those kids for their entire life you know um, and it's kind of similar to this in that in this event which is stop and plan your ride where they're going to actually experience what that is like what Mm -hmm. it is like to drive drunk or to drive while you're under the influence and you know the goal of that then is for them to say I won't do that in the future because I recognize I experienced the dangers of it in a safe situation you know so um, so I'm really this is wonderful it's super exciting that this is happening so yeah yeah. I'm excited about it yeah and um, so the the Stop and Plan Your Right event which is happening on July 9th is also I just want to give a quick plug again it's part of the Goose Chase which is the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition's fundraiser it's a big like scavenger hunt event it's not like a hunt it's like a mission-based event where you sign up and then, you know, you get a team together and you have to go through and complete all kinds of different types of missions. Um, So much fun. It's lots of fun. It sounds like so much fun. I saw, this is the third year that it's happening in Ketchikan and I've just like seen pictures and videos and like families doing it together. And so um, I don't know if Anyways, I might have been talking about something I wasn't supposed to be talking about, but that's okay. I was like, is this a surprise event that like pops up on people's radar? <laughs> Anyways, now you know. Now you're in the know because Catherine doesn't know how to keep secrets. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so, um, but the Stop and Plan Your Right event on July 9th is going to be one of the missions for the Goose Chase. And um, what a cool thing. You get some points and uh, by taking your family down there and uh, getting some really good life experience. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. So let's talk about First City Homeless Services. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Well, tell me about it. Tell me what's going on. Tell me the difference between that and PATH, right? Because I know many people don't know that there's a difference. Yeah. So. Yes. So we are an emergency shelter. Um, And so, and we're low barrier. So we allow people in our shelter who are intoxicated. Um, We allow people um, in our shelter all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, we do not have family, like we're not a family shelter. Okay. Um, And those are some of the bigger uh, differences between us and PATH. So PATH is um, uh, like a temporary, from what I understand, so... Like, I might um, be speaking incorrectly. Yeah. From what I understand, um, you can stay at PATH. Like, it's like a temporary, you can stay at PATH for like 30 days. Mm -hmm. It's like a temporary housing Mm -hmm. facility. Mm -hmm. Um, It closes during the day. Um, If you have family, like, you can, like, families are welcome to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, There is case management that is involved there. and you do have to be sober to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with our service, like ideally, I would think with us and with PATH, like people could come into our into, into our shelter and then eventually move into PATH. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are the, we're open 24, 24 hours a day, except for lunchtime. We do close because the participants go down to Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. Um, and get lunch at Salvation Army. Yeah. And we do encourage them to move around a little bit. Right, Um, right. But other than that, we're open 24 hours a day. Um, We have been working with a... um, with a lady who... um, the Mental Health Trust helped fund... And she has been helping us develop a program. So mm-hmm. First City Homeless Services has never actually had, like, a, a program. Mm-hmm. Um, we were developed, and it was um, – we provided basic needs, so shelter, food, uh, laundry, clothes, and hygiene. Mm-hmm. Um, since First City Homeless Services has started, the idea on – homelessness Mm -hmm. and how to help homelessness has changed. So um, what was, quotes, uh, warehousing people, um, where people would just come and kind of like just hang out and just be out of the elements, is no longer to be an acceptable way to um, to house homeless. Mm -hmm. So we are working really hard on developing a three-part program for our shelter, Mm -hmm. uh, which includes um, uh, trauma-informed case management. Mm -hmm. It includes teaching basic um, uh, individual life skills, Mm -hmm. so like just what it's like to live on your own. Mm -hmm. Um, So for example, like, I mean, and we're really basic. Yeah. So we're talking like our shelter is set up like a house. Yeah. We have a place to eat, a space. 
a place to sleep, a place to eat, and a place for um, uh, living. Mm-hmm. Um, we have modules that include things like how to clean a toilet mm-hmm. or like how to sweep, uh, how to um, how to sweep, mm-hmm. or like very basic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pre-employment uh, is the last is a third part of that that program. And so pre-employment skills look like um so we would have a a work team that you could sign up for Mm -hmm. um and you would sign up for a week say and you would do chores for that week in the shelter and in return for doing those chores you get special privileges Mm -hmm. now Everybody in a shelter is not capable of doing a week's worth of chores or showing up. So then there's like a shelter store. So people like you can get socks um, or bus tokens or Snickers or like these these items, like little mini bottles Mm -hmm. of shampoo. And you can do chores for them. So you learn that your time is valuable, like Mm -hmm. your time is worth something. You can do these things in exchange, you get this specific product for Mm -hmm. it. Um, And so those, that's the program that, those are some of the programs we're working on implementing Mm -hmm. inside the the shelter right now. Mm -hmm. Um, We have managed to move our overnight warming center down there. Down. Sorry, into the new shelter. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it has been... We were hoping to be moved completely by July 1st. Okay. Um, but shipping has been... It's been a it's little been difficult. So talk really quickly about uh, this new shelter. So I think since its inception, um, the, the, like the day shelter has been operating out of the Methodist Church, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. And then the overnight warming shelter was at the Salvation Army, uh, for a while, when it first started, was it at the Methodist Church? Yeah, that's and that's where it's been, mm-hmm. correct? So, um, so what is where 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 what's happening with a new building and new shelter? What is that? So, um, long story short, we there was a grant given to the city to renovate this building uh, to house homeless people. Um, it was done. Mm-hmm. We. Um, Unfortunately, we weren't able to pre-order all of the appliances and everything that we needed because we didn't have anywhere to store any of it. Mm-hmm. So once they were done, we started ordering stuff. And it took, I think the estimated time for our stove was like 20-something weeks. Okay. Um, like the shipping has been... Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Um, so we got to the point where we were able to get people sleeping down there, which okay. was really helpful because... It's just there's way more space. We can house more people. Um, And we are almost to the point now where we can move people down there. Our our standard was kind of like once we can feed people there, Mm -hmm. we can move down there and be fully be fully at this new location and this is the old um kyi ketchikan Mm -hmm. youth initiatives building that's located on park avenue so you're just going to be a couple buildings down from a path we're right next we are right next to yeah currently right next to them so you're in process of moving from the you're moving from the methodist church location Mm -hmm. into the into your new building which um provides more space provides opportunities 
uh, to implement all of these new programs, mm-hmm. uh, which is really exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah, it is yeah. Really exciting. I think that in the like once we get everything implemented and working, and we're all down there, I think that um, the board currently, I know that homelessness prevention is something that we're all really passionate about, like mm-hmm. not just serving the people that are homeless right now, right. but also sure that the people who are about to be homeless um, get some help and get some services as mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. um, I know that there are lots of people, lots of organizations that have similar thoughts um, and we are looking forward to having meetings with them and mm-hmm. talking with them and seeing how we can collaborate. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So the people who uh, currently will, you know, will will be once you get your programming in place, you'll will you'll have um, opportunities for them to to if they choose to to you know to gain the skills uh, to be able to take those little baby steps into you know what we consider like a normal life like you know um, and so and then also working on uh, with other organizations to help with the prevention piece so yeah. I love that yeah there's so many steps and I think that people people miss like well why can't people just move out of homelessness well like a lot of our people like we're never taught mm-hmm. a lot of the things that we uh take for granted mm-hmm. um like you know, like a lot of people don't know that they're supposed to change their clothes or that they're supposed to do that you know yeah um, like that day-to-day stuff yeah and so like starting at the very 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 first level uh-huh of, like this is how we just take care of ourselves yeah right it's really fascinating it's and it's really fascinating as some I've never experienced that before I have never I have never ever lived that life I have never and so you know t- to try for me to even like think about what their mindset is, the skills, the knowledge, whatever, you know, the thing that we consider common sense, like my common sense and their common sense is two totally different things, you know? So, um, yeah, I love that. And I appreciate the work that, uh, uh, the work that's going on to, to help to make Ketchikan and, you know, all the people who live here, it's just a stronger community as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. What else? Anything else? We have like a couple few more minutes to go. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, oh, I do know. <gasps> um, so the Youth Center in the Plaza oh, is yes. still open. I just want to uh, let everybody know um, it's the second floor, Suite 203. Um, we are open from 12 to 5 for high school age kids. We do have snacks and pool and ping pong. And a wee. It's a cool place to just um, have teenagers come be teenagers. Yep. Um, so if you have any or if you know any that are just looking for a place to sit next to their fr- for their friends and text or... Or know, just stop in. Just and, stop in and say hi. Yeah. You can send them to us. Yeah. Um, and we will be open through the end of August. Wonderful. So. Love that. Yeah. So Deborah Asper with the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition. That is her job, Drug-Free Communities Coordinator. Um, she's uh, really that, you know, you oversee, like the purpose of it is to help with uh, drug prevention. 
like drug use prevention in mm-hmm. youth specifically, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different moving pieces and a lot of people who are working hard on that. And then also, um, I know that the homelessness issue in Ketchikan, not just Ketchikan though, really like this is an issue across the entire United States. Um, appreciate the work that that you guys are doing for that. Yay! And don't forget that there's a super cool event happening. Yeah. Tell us about it one more time. On July 9th, between 1 and 4 p.m. at the plaza, we're going to be doing a uh, drinking and driving educational game. Game. Event. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's Certainly kind of a game. not a game. No. <laughs> um, it's going, we're going to be teaching the community about the dangers of drinking driving through um, simulation and experience as well as... Um, educational games prior to the obstacle course. Yeah. That's what I was. That's what you were. At. That's yes. what you were getting at. Yeah. So July 9th, one to four p.m. Um, at the Plaza, the bottom floor. It's open to anybody. Open, you know, people of all ages, and uh, just uh, just a cool event. I love it. Okay, I am going to take. I'm going to do a quick plug for a couple of the of the Ketchikan Radio Center events that we have going on. Number one is you want to make sure that you get your name in the box for the upcoming. The Elton John, like the, he's doing his final tour. Are you an Elton John fan, Deborah? I mean, I have definitely been on bars dancing to Elton John before. <laughs> that definitely qualifies you as being a fan. Okay. Yeah, for sure, 100%. Maybe you didn't remember what song it was, but that doesn't matter. Anyways, he's going on his very last tour ever. It's like, and so we're giving away two tickets to his concert at the Tacoma Dome. That's happening in October, which is really cool. Wow. I know we're going to cover airfare. We're going to cover hotel, plus the tickets to go and see the show. So you want to make sure that you get your name entered in the box. And I am a terrible radio host today because I have no clue where the box is. Dang. I know, but I bet it says on the radio. So you just need to keep listening to the radio and um, and they will tell you where to go and find that box because you can put your name in once a day for your chance to win those tickets to see Elton John on his very last tour. Also, KFMJ Day is coming up. It's happening on July 3rd. Deborah's like, I don't even know what that is. I don't. It's like a big giant rock concert that's happening at the Great Alaska Lumberjack Show party. Oh, yeah, like fun. I know it's like a, it's going to be at the uh, it's going to be at the Lumberjack show. It starts at three o'clock. There's going to be three bands performing. So K-Funk is playing from four to six. Uh, the Compass Roses are playing from, I think, six to eight. And then um, Woody's Finest Hour is closing out the evening, going from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Kate Fox is going to be there. They're going to be uh, selling um, food and drinks. I've heard rumors that there's going to be some food trucks, at least one food truck that's going to be there. Mm -hmm. Also, we're trying to get some super cool artist creators, uh, different small businesses to set up little tables to sell goodies and all sorts of things like that. So if you are looking for something super fun to do, want to get out and just enjoy some live music, KFMJ Day is happening this upcoming Sunday, July 3rd 
3rd. It starts at 3 p.m. Tickets are $10 in advance, $15 at the door. You can buy your tickets online, catchcanradio.com. I'll be there with bells on. Sounds like fun. It does sound like fun. Yeah, we'll talk about it anyways. Okay, my time is up. (gasps) Wait, happy National Alaska Day. Happy National Alaska Day. Is that even a thing? It is a thing. Ooh. And it's today. Do I get a gold star? You don't. Darn. I'm going to go buy one for myself. All right, you guys. I'm Catherine Tatsuda. I've been having a great conversation with Deborah Asper. I'll be back on the air tomorrow, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon, friends. Take care.